welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. I am Steve Cox here with the Rogers Lowell Chamber, joined by my co-host Nick Smith. And Nick, we are relaunching this Chamber Voice of Business podcast uh, because we were one of the first to start doing it. Then everybody else kind of figured out how to do it better. And so we said we need to up our game and get our get our standards up back up to where they need to be. So it took a little bit of a hiatus to regroup, focused on the launch of the rebrand. And we'll be talking again in today's episode because uh, as it was said uh, by my middle school computer teacher, to air is human, but it takes a computer to really mess things up. And that's what happens <laughs> with the episode we recorded yesterday. So Nick, uh, why, don't you, why don't you go ahead and take over here, introduce our guest. Yes, can do. Thank you, Steve. Again, my name is Nick Smith here with Steve Cox. I'm here from the Rogers Lowell Chamber newly rebranded and renamed. And joining us today is our list of panelists we have from our staff here at the Chamber. We've got J.R. Shaw, Executive Director with Destination Rogers, as well as the Executive Vice President of the Chamber itself. Howdy, J.R. Howdy, howdy. We also have from the Marketing Communications Department, the Marketing Communications Manager, Skylar Rutherford. Hello. And we have, last but certainly not least, from the Community Development Department, our Community Engagement and Inclusion Manager, Mariana Osorio. Hello. All righty. There we go. Our panelists are here, Steve. We're all set for round two round of two, recording yeah. episode one hey, of we the did, relaunch. We, just, we, got, we, we took a practice round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, golfers don't just go out and play in the tournament. They get a practice round, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Right, okay, I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> it was Mulligan Monday. That's there what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, oh, Mulligan like Monday. It. There we go. I can dig it. All right. Well, first things first, we're going to go over a little bit of the stuff that's happening in the news in northwest Arkansas. Some of the stuff that we talked about here over the last couple of weeks, biggest, of course, being the state legislative session began a couple of weeks ago. First woman governor of the state of Arkansas, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, took power, and we had several bills that have already been filing in for consideration. As more of those come up, we will be sure to talk about those, especially how they affect the uh, working community in and around northwest Arkansas and the state. Uh, But we also had the chamber itself announce several dates for our signature events including the first major event that we have coming up on March 9th, our tee-off at Top Golf event. Make sure you get your team signed up for that ASAP at rogerslowell.com. Even if you don't play golf, it's just fun. Oh, yeah. It's, it's such a fun it's experience. It's a great team-building experience. There's going to be food. There's going to be a lot of networking as well as just gentle gigging between the teams, <laughs> which is always fun to see. So make sure you come out for that. Again, tee-off at Top Golf March 9th. We also have our 101st annual celebration happening on April 6th for the Chamber. Uh, make sure you get your table for that, get your business signed up for that. We also have the uh, Hustle and Heels Wet Glass Ceiling happening on February 9th with uh, our guest speaker, Natalie Bartholomew, and the Northwest Arkansas Emerging Leaders Board Service Certification happening on March 24th. Uh, that being said, let's go around real quick from our panelists. JR, starting with you, uh, are there any events coming up this year that you're looking forward to? Very much uh, always a celebration, the banquet, I think, is uh, especially this year is going to be very significant with the brand relaunch and just it, not just the brand, but the repositioning and the whole refreshed attitude coming out of the chamber this year. I think it's going to be very, very important for the business community to see, for the entire community to see how that's going to work uh, over at the Embassy Suites and the Rogers Convention Center. And uh, a lot of the other events that are going on between departments, I know Destination Rogers and Economic Development and some of the other departments are really working on some cross-functional type of events that I think are going to be of great value for the community. So we're fired up. And we've seen some results of that when we did the uh, the hoteliers meeting and the hospitality meeting that directly resulted in a new workforce development class at Rogers Public High Schools. Yes, it did. And you ain't seen nothing yet. In the great <laughs> words of Al Jolson, you ain't seen nothing yet. Uh, we are continuing that good work for the leisure and hospitality uh, industry. So stay tuned. Perfect. Mariana, what do you think? Yeah. So we're very excited about the Spanish seminar series. 
start coming up starting in February 16th. Uh, it's all about how to start a business in Arkansas, how to do your taxes, marketing and communications, how to get the money to start a business. So it's going to be a total of four sessions. The first one is going to be February 16th. Uh, we're also organizing the community showcase. Um, that is going to be a huge event at Frisco Station Mall on August 26th. And there's going to be a lot of small businesses to get together. And um, we're going to have the Battle of the Chefs. There's going to be live music. It's going to be really fun. It was huge last yes. year. Battle of the that Chefs brought out a lot of great uh, food, a lot of great people to come taste everything I, out. I love seeing that little old lady break down in tears when she won the <laughs> audience award. It was yeah. so sweet. That event was a lot of fun. It was yeah. great success. I can't I'm wait to see how it works out this year. I'm very excited and I'm glad about that. You're that. in charge. So since Geo isn't, it means we'll have good weather. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and to uh, just back up real quick, too, when you mentioned the Spanish seminar series, that is presented in Spanish. Oh, right? yeah, 100%. 100% in Spanish. Yes. So, yeah, it's great outreach to help develop that. I mean, we have, uh, Steve, you can probably back this up a little bit, but uh, a good over a third of our population here in Northwest Arkansas is Spanish speaking. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's just great to have that outreach there and to help develop that. Business yeah, it's going to be great. It's so much better to just do things in your native language sometimes, for especially sure. yeah. things that get tricky like business oh, stuff, yeah. for sure. So. Oh, yeah. Skylar, what about you? What are you looking forward to? Um, I'm going to say the Top Golf um, event. I think that it's a lot of people haven't done Top Golf before, and I like to um, compare it to bowling. Um, and so you don't have to be good at it, but it's definitely going to be a fun time. Um, and you just take your turn, and you have some snacks, and you hang out in your bay. And I think it's just a great opportunity for team building. Um, Men and women, you know, every it's, it's a one-size-fits-all sort of team building experience. I think it would be great. It's funny. We used to do a chamber bowling. Event. We did. So oh, really? Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> uh, it's the uh, friendly competition always comes out in events like that. So it's always fun to see everybody get together and, and kind of have a, a friendly competition mm -hmm. between yeah. everybody and, and to get that going. Mm -hmm. um, Steve, do you want to uh, head into our topic introduction for this week? Sure, absolutely. As, as we mentioned at the top, we have rebranded. We are no longer the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. We are just now the Rogers Lowell Chamber. Got rid of a few things. We, got, we dropped the hyphen, dropped the area, dropped the of commerce. Because mainly we were the only people that were using it anyway. <laughs> um, no, no one else. We was always just, oh, he worked for the Rogers Lowell Chambers. And so that's, that, it ties in really nicely there. Brand new logo, refreshed, relaunched. I mean, and this was months worth of effort. Well over half a year uh, went into this process. And it was very staff-driven, staff-led, uh, staff designed entirely in-house. That beautiful brand book that you're looking at right there that, mm -hmm. that you designed. Redid all the logos for all the programs. I mean, it's just, it's fresh. It's modern. The colors just really pop off the screen, and so we're, we're excited and going to be talking about that. But the more important thing behind that is the new mission and the new tagline, serving business and community together. And that's what we're really going to be talking about today, mm -hmm. what this brand means to these chamber employees and how that's fueling the programming that we're doing in 2023 and beyond. We celebrated our centennial in 2022 by saying, Raymond went into it saying, we can either make this our rebirth or our wake. And we're set ourselves up and rebirth for the next hundred years. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's a great introduction to the topic today, Steve. I really just kind of want to piggyback off of that yeah. and start the question and answer session with our panel today. Really, as we get into this rebrand, one of the things that was important to us was talking about how we were taking the chamber into the next gen and really building off of what a chamber was. But in order to do that, we needed to know what everyone kind of felt a chamber was. So I'm gonna start with you, JR. 
you kind of have a little bit more history and experience dealing with businesses in general. You obviously have been working in the destination CVB world for over a decade, so you've got a lot of background there. But you also have a lot of background just dealing with chambers and business in general. So do you want to kind of give us a little bit of what your feelings were as far as chambers of commerce were prior to the rebrand? Yeah, I think at one point I didn't realize everything that a chamber did. And I think most people out there don't really get what a chamber stands for and what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. We know we stand for business, you know, and you think you represent business and you want everybody to go out there and it's all about the business community, but uh, a good chamber, let me back up for a minute, I, what a good chamber does is represent the entire community. And I think most people on the street would not fathom the, the depth of the work that we do in building community. Uh, and that's what, what really excites me from working for an organization like this is being able to have a part in building that community. Giving something back to the community is something that comes out of this office. And uh, that's, that's one of the things I'm excited about out of this whole new relaunch is telling that story about what we do for community. For sure. Scott, I'm going to pass it over to you. I was on the team that helped hire you. We had several interviews before you got to join our team. And of, of course, one of the questions that I asked was, you know, do you know what a Chamber of Commerce is uh, prior to you joining the Chamber? And uh, since I don't think we've said it just yet, uh, both Skylar and Mariana joined within the last six months. Mm -hmm. Skylar joined this past September and Mariana joined just a couple months ago before the holidays. So uh, that being said, Skylar, what was your experience with Chambers of Commerce? What, what did you think Chambers did? Um, well, I had no idea. I, you know, I'd heard of the Chamber of Commerce. One of my um, friends, his mother was on a board for one that was uh, in Fort Smith. So that's really the extent of knowledge I had. But I read a novel about a woman who uh, is an Eld Ellen Hildebrand book called The Matchmaker. Uh, so uh, anyways, she had a <laughs> I'm about to go up on a train. I remember yeah. you talking about that in yeah. your interview. Yeah. So that's that's really how I found out what Chambers do. Um, it is a novel. It is not nonfiction. Um, and it is about this woman, of course, the love story. And she um, basically ran a chamber of commerce on Nantucket. And so I, I just thought, man, she's so involved in the community. She does a lot of good work. Um, she works really hard. You know, that was just really attractive to me because where I came from was, uh, you know, big marketing agency sort of background there. And um, it just seemed like a very meaningful career path. And so I was really excited to see uh, the timing was perfect. Right after I finished that novel, the job was posted. So it was <laughs> well, a bit I, perfectly. I think that's interesting too, that like your first experience uh, really in terms of getting a background on Chambers of Commerce came from a nonfiction novel. I mean, or excuse me, from a fictional yeah. novel. Mm -hmm. uh, with that being said, Mariana, we know you've got a little bit more of a, a background, at least uh, coming from where uh, you're originally from and having experience there with, chambers. So you want to give us a little bit of, of your background? There. Yeah, so I'm from Colombia. So uh, and my family runs a small business. So I was close to chamber like duties, I'll say, because uh, in Colombia, chambers are run very differently. It's more like a government service and you register your business through them. You pay a tax. You like it's more like paperwork type of stuff and you don't really get connected to the community mm -hmm. through the chamber they do um very business related activities but it's not like as community oriented as right. this is so when i applied for the job i thought that was that's what it was going to be uh and i it was a very good surprise for me to find out that it was a lot more than that mm -hmm. and that my job was going to be 
for the community. You get to go speak to kids at schools and not, you know, do their homework for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm really happy about that. And since I recently moved to the area, it's been great to connect to different people from all over Northwest Arkansas and learn about their life here and the love for the community and all the desire that people have for it to grow. I think that's a common theme. I think one thing that sets our chamber apart from uh, other organizations um, across the country in general is just the fact that we do have such a, uh, a high emphasis on our activities as it relates to the community as a whole. So that's definitely something that, that I think uh, we wanted to reflect in the new brand. Um, well, and I think partnerships yes. as well. That's something that really sets us apart. Um, you know, the Mission Minute this week was a recap of all the partners, not even all, just most of the partnerships that we do just with Rogers Public Schools. Mm -hmm. And we still left stuff off of that list, you know. So that that's definitely something. And that's where I like where that brand ties in of the, that word together. We're serving business and community together. We're not mm -hmm. the only people doing it. We work with, we play well with others really is what mm -hmm. it comes down to. And it's gonna take a collective community effort to keep this train moving. Yep. So that leads me into our second question, Steve, which I'll just lead off with you. Okay. As a staff member, what does it mean to have this new brand and specifically like this new brand promise? Like you said, we've got this new tagline serving business and community together. What does it mean to have that be kind of the lead identity, the leading identifier for folks as they look at the chamber? Well, for me, what it means is that the work is what matters. It's not about the glory. It's not about, you know, who gets credit for what. Obviously, we need to promote what we do and, you know, make sure people are aware of all the work that we're doing, but we will just as happily promote other successes mm -hmm. as we do our own. And, and that's really what that together means to me and, and just the serving. I mean, it's, we, we have, I'm, I'm a strong advocate for servant leadership. You know, there's a difference between a boss and a leader, mm -hmm. you know, and Raymond is a leader and JR is a leader. Our senior staff, our leaders, everyone on this staff is, and, and we're all servant leaders. And that's, that's really what, what it means to me um, from that. And that's why I, I'm just so passionate about it. And it's, it's fresh, it's new. It, it's just, it, it appeals to the younger generation. Um, and so it shows that we're also very forward thinking. We're, we're not your grandfather's chamber. Yes, exactly. I'm going to come back to JR here in a minute because we've got a little bit more of an in-depth, I guess, secondary ask with you since you oversee the Destination Rogers group. Uh, but I want to ask the Which same question. Which rebranded as well. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I want to ask the same question to Mariana and Skylar. You all are coming into this process. Skylar, you came in a month before we launched the new brand. Mariana, you got to come in and like, you know, baby was born. Here we go. Mm -hmm. We've got a brand new brand to, to hit the ground running with. What did uh, this new identity mean to you all? Skylar, we'll start with you. Um, so the new identity to me, um, like you said, I jumped in after all the focus groups were had and every all the research that we had. Um, and so I was coming in, you know, blank slate, just like, all right, I'm here to support y'all. Let's do this. Uh, I'm on board. Um, but what I gathered through helping Nick develop the brand visually, I um, saw that the brand and the new tagline and our mission vision was modeled after things that we were putting in action as a chamber. Um, so our actions are speaking so loudly that it was easy to um, make a brand modeled around our actions. And that was just huge to me because there's a lot of places that will not even just in the chamber world, but a lot of businesses and, uh, you know, foundations and things that make these huge claims, but their actions don't follow. So it was really important and really impactful. And, it, and uh, it just makes me proud to be here. So it's the work that matters. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I agree with all that. And also, um, more about the action is like, I think the brand now shows how approachable we are. Mm -hmm. um, 
because I don't know, some people think about chamber and it's like just business, boring people, working like ties and suits or whatever. And I think this new brand shows that like we're fresh, we're community oriented and we want to get together with everybody and it takes a village and mm -hmm. we all know that. So I think that that's what it communicates and it does a, it does a really good job doing that. So with the chamber being so involved in the community, we now turn to JR who oversees the uh, Convention Visitors Bureau uh, wing of things, works very uh, closely with our AMP commission here in town uh, to uh, kind of sell uh, the area as a destination. JR, you want to speak to that a little bit, the new branding that how that affected both the chamber, but also with the Destination Rogers group? Yes, uh, and let me, I'll back up for a moment. Uh, when, I guess back in 2017, Visit Rogers started repositioning how we marketed uh, the city and how we marketed the region and uh, portraying a bit more of a quality of life and a quality of place message going out to our, to our traveling public that resonated very well for that. We were known for meetings and conventions. We've become known through infrastructure developments of being an entertainment destination, a shopping destination for God's sake, obviously. Big, big, big shopping destination, but then outdoors and all the development of the outdoors and becoming so well-rounded that uh, it was a really multifaceted approach for us uh, to be able to talk about the entire destination. So it became more than just a visit. It became Rogers being the destination for all things for visitors that we're looking for. And then also, it turned out to be that the cycle that business owners and people that want to relocate or retire or invest in communities, look for in communities, is the same thing that people do when they want to visit somewhere. So that message that we put out for quality of life became even more important for all of those other people that see Rogers as a destination to live, work, play, invest, and raise a family. So all that came together in the same process as as the chamber process here. And this process, this did not. This is the culmination of a five-year process. Mm -hmm. uh, this started back in 2018. We started talking in chamber board retreats and with uh, executive committee about not being dinosaurs and repositioning this entire uh, organization for the future. And the old Chamber 3.0. Chamber 3.0, 4.0, uh, you know, Vision Vision 100 and Vision Next. Uh, uh, we've got it in print. We could go show you the evidence. We've been talking about this for a long time. So to me, and if you think of a strategic planning process, the last thing that happens is the rebrand and the marketing stuff. While this looks like it's first and the rest of its last. This is the culmination in the, the public face of what we've been doing for five years. Yeah. And to have the Destination Rogers brand align up with that house of brands, our branded house, pardon me, a concept, and have everybody unified with unifying messages and, and working together for one community, I just the sky's the limit for where we go. Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. And, and to kind of add some more context to that, so with the uh, process starting in 2018, uh, we really, as Steve mentioned, kind of hit this Chamber 3.0 mm -hmm. setup. And as a staff, we settled uh, together and, and worked for, workshopped out our new mission and vision. The new mission that, that we settled on that we've really been leaning into is we are influencers, catalysts, and conveners, the trusted source for growing business, activating leaders, and building community. I've said that a couple of three times at this point, right? Yeah. So <laughs> with that being said, we have a very strong mission uh, that is the backbone of everything that we do. Mm -hmm. And when you look at that, uh, as a, a staff member and an individual of the chamber, uh, JR, I'll go right back with you. 
what does it mean to have such a strong mission leading your efforts and your actions as an organization and as an individual? We're only as good as the, the plan for where we want to go. And uh, we've been very deliberate about putting out that mission and vision and values, what we stand for, what we believe is important, where we want to go, how we want to get there, how we want to construct ourselves and do business in the marketplace as well. Uh, that, that doesn't happen by accident. So having that set out, having it been reaffirmed uh, in the middle of the pandemic as we started coming out of it and saying, okay, business has changed, the environment has changed, is this still who we are and is this still what we believe in internally? And then being very proactive about living those values out in the community, the way we do business, uh, referring to those all the time, really believing in them, buying in, and hoping that that emanation goes out to our customers, to our businesses, to our partners, and understanding what we stand for. Uh, I think, you know, we businesses always talk about wanting to live your mission every day, and I mm -hmm. think we're trying to do it as, as well as anybody else does, and we do it as well as anybody else does. Mm -hmm. For sure. Steve, what do you think? I, I think something that I would just like to add on to, to what was there, and you touched on this earlier, this was staff-driven. Our board of directors trusted the staff to do this. We didn't yeah. go and, you know, hire, spend a lot of money, hire some consulting firm to tell us who we are. We figured out who we are by listening. And I, and just being able to do that, because you can hear of, you know, you hear great, you know, little, little blue bird company uh, in the news lately <laughs> where they're getting, they're getting managed by edict, you know, via 140 characters from a single individual. And that's not here. It's a, it's a true team. And it just, I, I keep going back to that together because we all do it together. We were very, you know, going back to, to 2018, um, as part of chamber 3.0, we were very focused on removing the silos. We, we all are working towards the same goal. We all need to be working together. And that's just led to more cross-pollination, mm -hmm. more cross-divisional work that's going on. Um, you know, things, you know, JR, JR mentioned, you know, the hospitality stuff. We're able to in include workforce development into the hospitality careers. In our leadership development plans, we're starting to take some workforce things and, and putting it in there. We're taking those kids from those classes and bringing them to, to chamber events and, you know, getting them exposed and, and things like that. So uh, really, that's that's what it is. It was, you know, we, we figured out who we were and we are sold on that identity and that's that's who we are. And it was the why. It was always it came down to why. Mm -hmm. Anytime we're doing a program of work, anytime we're coming up with, with programs or events or anything, the why is more important than the how. And that's, that's what I love about it. Mm -hmm. For sure. I love that. Um, Skylar, as we look at the brand and as you've gotten to help develop it and then use it and, mm -hmm. and kind of have that push you forward, um, what aspects of the brand are your favorite to work with? Is there, is there something that really stands out to you about mission, vision, values, colors, vibrancy, anything like that that you've worked on? You've got to be really hands-on with it. Is there mm -hmm. something that you just really love and cherish about it? What what excites you about the brand that we have right now? Um, my favorite thing about the brand is um, that we really emphasize community. We've talked, you know, about community this whole time, but you know, being together, community, all that really means everyone. That really means all. We talked about how uh, close to thirty-three percent of our population is um, Hispanic and Spanish-speaking, and so um, you know, we're taking action, and Mariana is taking action, and Geo's taking action to accommodate those people and educate and. Um, using the power and the platform that we do have to reach people, like to reach everybody is just so wonderful. It's just really great. And that's um, something that we say we do and something that we show we do. So for sure. Mariana, mm -hmm. what about you? What's your favorite aspect of the brand? Um, yeah, is that what I mentioned before, how approachable it looks and that when we say all, it really means all. Mm -hmm. yes. And we 
we don't know it all, but we are trusted when we can connect with the people that know. And also we are very good listeners. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that we excel at is that we don't claim to know what the community needs. We go out there and we talk to them and we listen and we act on that. So I think with this brand, we're going to have a lot more than that. And I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah we definitely have a lot of uh, individual subject matter experts on staff, but you're right. I think that's something that's so good is, is we talk about it in our mission, uh, being conveners and bringing uh, people together for informational purposes as well as uh, gathering information, but also to, to spread information and, and make sure everyone is brought to the table and understands what's going on. JR, what about you? What's your favorite aspect of the brand? I'm looking forward to the emphasis on storytelling. And, and that's hopefully something that's implied. It's something that we've built into our brand promise and our voice. Um, to your point, uh, letting our partners tell the story uh, about their successes through the chamber's uh, lens, so to speak. Um, that's really important for us to be able to do and to, to communicate our value. We've been humble and kind for a long time, and, and our, the partner's success is the important part, of, and it still is, but to the point where we've almost talked ourselves into ignominity, so we need to be able to state clearly and have others state clearly what the value of working with an organization like the chamber is. So I'm looking forward to that. I just think the whole new repositioning uh, is exciting. Uh, it, it comes with the trust of executive committees for, for years and, and from leadership around here that they trust that what we do is going to be effective uh, and turning the corner with exciting, you know, young new staff, be really honest with you. I, I think the way that we've retooled and the people that we brought in with the broad um, um, experience that they have and broad sets of attitudes is just going to set us apart and set us on a really strong course for the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Steve, you want to bring us home? Well, I just think, you know, you mentioned, uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned the staff and the subject matter experts. You just think about the longevity. We, we have new new staff members that have come in and just felt like you've been here forever. Yeah. Um, but collectively, just on our senior staff, we have over a century of experience in the chamber world. Granted, 40% of that is Raymond, but... <laughs> <laughs> still counts. But it's still... Thank you for leaving me out of that reference. <laughs> we, we have, you know, I'm, I'm a century of experience here just at this chamber right. not even anywhere else mm -hmm. uh, and so you know we have but they were everyone was just as willing to embrace this change it wasn't a pushback there wasn't a you know no you can't do that or you know hey we're this is the way we've always done it so that's what we're going to keep doing and this brand is just brought about I feel like there's a new level of excitement in the building. Everyone just about the programs, just about everything that we do, but just even the way that we talk about ourselves, you mm -hmm. know, like the, the chamber, the uh, video for the banquet the, or the celebration yeah. that you did, uh, <laughs> you know, just doing a little man on the street, pop into people's office, mm -hmm. you know, hey, why should you go to the banquet? Mm -hmm. uh, I keep saying banquet, celebration, celebration. <laughs> it was a banquet. Steve banquet, goes for the food. It, it was a banquet That's... for a decade. All right. Celebanquet. <laughs> Celebanquet. Uh, but like that, or like, you know, Skyler making reels, you know, mm -hmm. doing that. I remember the Real, the first reel the chamber ever did was at the golf tournament and that little Geico plush yeah. thing you kept having in there. You know? But it's just, it, there's a new level of excitement and, and that's what I really like. And the brand is just, it, it's vibrant and it reflects the personality of the chamber and, and yeah. you, feel it, you let, feel it internally. Let me say though, to your prior point as well, it all becomes all about the work. Mm -hmm. um, that We make this promise, we stand behind the promise. 
ultimately it all gets down to the work and and we always put our shoulder to the grindstone we get it done for our partners we get it done for the community uh, so that's that's the promise behind that is that we're we're all about the work and, yeah. and Nick you know you designed the vast majority of, of this brand uh, in terms of the, the the visuals of it so do you feel that the things that we're saying that we're getting out of it was that your intention is is that uh, do, you, do you feel like can you hang the big mission accomplished banner <laughs> <laughs> You know me, I'm never going to hang the big mission accomplished banner. We're always evolving, and, and I think yeah. especially our our uh, visual identity, I try to, to keep fresh and whatnot, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, but I, that's the key. I, I wanted this to be exciting. I wanted this to be inviting, and I wanted this to be engaging. Those three things, I think, uh, you all have spoken from a staff perspective, especially about how you heard that and felt that with the new brand. Mm -hmm. And I feel like uh, hearing from you all that were able to go out and, and Part of your job is engaging with the community and engaging with different uh, people who are uh, partners with us, people who want to know more about us. It's using this brand has made it easier to mm -hmm. do your job. It's more fun. It's exciting. It makes you want to do the work, as JR mentioned. I think that's so important and and something that you should buy into and something you want to be able to to you want to be able to brag about. I guess to to you know we've been humble and kind. Now I wanted us to have something that we could really hang our hat on and say like. We did this. Let's show off uh, to the world what kind of destination Northwest Arkansas is and our communities are. And I think that's really what, what this gets down to when it comes to our new brand. Mm -hmm. um, real quick, before we do our final closing, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, you can uh, make sure to follow us, subscribe to us. We are on all of the uh, major podcasting channels now. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. We are all across uh, the web and internets. Uh, JR is working on getting us on radio. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> Wait, this isn't just for staff. This has got you going. <laughs> Seven billion people can listen to this? What did That's I say? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to uh, thank you all for being here again. We had uh, JR, our executive director of Destination Rogers, Skylar Rutherford, marketing communications manager, and Mariana Osorio, community engagement and inclusion manager. Uh, I'm here with our co-host, Steve Cox. I'm co-host, Nick Smith. Um, next episode will be coming out on February 8th. We're shooting to try and have a new episode every two weeks. The next episode is going to be Get the Most Out of the Year Ahead. So that's it for me today. I'm going to hand it back over to Steve yeah. to wrap us up. The, Go for it, did, Steve. Did, absolutely did a great job. It should, should be pointed out that this is the spot where we would normally be doing like an ad if yeah. someone wanted to sponsor the Chamber Voice of Business. We Shameless happily, promotion. Happily take your money. Um, so. Ellen Hildebrand. All of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I just, uh, again, I want to echo what Nick said. Thank you guys very much. Uh, you know, your, your, your insights and your flexibility when the uh, the last file got corrupted um, to be able to come back in and, uh, and, and uh, re-record -re here uh, for this today. So thank you guys for your flexibility. The, the work you guys are all doing is, is absolutely fantastic. Um, I will throw our staff against any chamber staff across the country, mm -hmm. across the world, and we will come out on top. I truly firmly believe that. So thank you all for listening to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>